name is Bradley. Just to start off, I want to say I am learning. There are many things that pertain to the gospel that I have yet to understand. Many words I'm trying to even pronounce, and I'm also using different styles of Bibles to help me translate what I'm reading. I got the KJV, the NIV, the Pastor Study Guide, the KGV, KJV Study Guide. And as I take this journey to learn, I hope you all will help me and take the journey with me. Welcome to Faith Over Dishonor. Now this is a faith-based spiritual podcast that I am creating to help me get the word out about the gospel. Now it's a spiritual and religious podcast to help me as well as any listener learn the words of God. There are many scriptures within the Bible that teach us how to live, look at life, how things have changed, what sacrifices were made for us to live. It is full of war, joy, sadness, vengeance, hope. It is the world's oldest history book, as well as a study guide to live within this world so we can inherit a mansion in heaven that Jesus is preparing for all, for all who believe in him. Before we dive into our first discussion, I want to give a little story behind the title. Now me, I have been dishonorable in my faith. I have turned my back on God so many times, and I thought I, I never thought he would come to grip my heart once again, but he did. Jesus never left me, though I left him. I have always been a believer, but I was truly never a follower. Those are two completely different things. And you know, we can get into that discussion later on in the episode when the episodes come. But as for the title, no matter how many times I was dishonorable, disobedient, and totally blind to the fact what God was doing for me, I honestly was never alone. I started going back to church because I felt like I was lacking something. I felt empty. Though my life was mine, my life wasn't mine. So I began going back to church, but I wasn't fully committed. You know, I enjoyed the sermons, but I didn't pay attention to the sermons. I began reading the Bible, but I wasn't paying attention. Something was still blocking me from truly transforming to the to be the to become the Christian that I wanted to become as well as the Christian I could be. Then after the constant sinning, the being a one foot in, one foot out type of believer, I finally opened my eyes to what was around me. My lifestyle, my negative energy, my influence, it just it all kept a barrier around my heart and my mind. The demonic influence was that, I mean, it was strong over my life. I didn't think it was. I thought I was protected, but in all honesty, it, it had a grip on me. And, you know, with all that being said, I always had faith over everything I'd done. Though there were days I doubted I was significant enough for Jesus to worry about. As well as, I thought my sins wasn't a big deal. And, you know, I had excuse after excuse about why I sinned in my, life, in my head and my heart. And, you know, I thought those were valid excuses. You know, they 
my thoughts were saying, hey, that is a very valid point on why it's okay to do what you're doing. But faith over dishonor comes from the fact that if you pay attention to why you had faith in the first place, study and begin walking the path truly, you can overcome the temptation and the sin that surrounds you. It can overcome, faith can overcome the dishonor you place in your life that goes against our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It also plays an important role in the world we live in and the world that's to come. Christians are facing dark days in, the many, in many countries where they are being killed and tortured due to their faith. Most hold the convic- conviction that Jesus is King and is the true Son of God. They did not renounce Jesus or their faith. Faith over dishonor. I mean, that's what it truly is. Revelations depicts the world where any Christian follower of Jesus Christ will face persecution in times of the Antichrist. Many will fall victim to fear and false prophecy, but a lot of us will hold our faith over dishonor. I'm hoping the title of this podcast will give you all strength to hold true to the Word of God. Now, I was listening to some faith-based podcast episodes earlier. Um, I usually do that while I drive because I deliver mail. And, you know, for the longest time I was just listening to music and then I started listening to Bible verses. I'm listening to a read-along and I'm listening to um, people that are talking about their faith and the obstacles that they've overcome. And one thing that stood out to me was they had two guests on there and they were talking about their testimonies. And, you know, it made me realize that people can read the Bible and where it's a history book, they can say, well, that may, that probably didn't happen. They just stuck that in there or, you know, they just become a non-believer to the point where nothing in the Bible actually makes sense to them. So, but the thing with testimonies is you cannot push away someone's testimony. No, it's what they personally experienced. So, I'm going to tell you the first time I truly came to God before I fell once again. But I was <clears throat> I was living in sin. I had a a woman pregnant. And I love that God gave me my children. And all my children were born out of wetlock. But this was during the time the first woman that uh, I had children with was pregnant with my firstborn. And it was just one day I was um, I was sitting in my apartment and my brother calls me. He says, hey, do you want to go to church today? And I was always the type, like, I liked going to church, but I always, I, my, my mind always wandered, or I got bored, or I just didn't pay attention. But that day, I was like, yeah, I'll go to church. So, I seem, uh, I think he asked me, like, on a Saturday. And then that Sunday morning, January 19th, um, 2013, he sent me a message. He said, are you awake? Or he said, are you up? I said, I'm awake. And then I, and then I sent him another message. said, I'm on my way. We get down to church and this was a, it's a little 
country church called New Liberty in Bugtussle. And uh, I was sitting there with my brother and his fiance at the time. And eh, they could have been married. I don't know. A lot of things have happened. <laughs> they, I think they were married. And uh, I was sitting there. I was listening to Brother John preach. And then all of a sudden, the words he was saying just washed over me. Like, my heart broke. And I started crying. I was bawling. Like, tears streamed out of my eyes. It was... I say if anybody actually saw my face, completely had been unbearable. <laughs> Just even look at... I, I mean, I... Phew. I went through a whole sleeve of, of my shirt. And my brother looked at me. He put his arm around me. You know, he was telling me, it's okay. He's like, I know what you need to do. You need to go to the altar. You know, and, you know, churches have... Usually it's like a bench, you know, that people can go up to, start praying, try, you know, it, you know, find a way to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and feel the love that, you know, you get from when you do accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And, of course, I do not like being the center of attention, but uh, Jesus was pulling me to that altar. So I got up, I went, and I bowed my head. And I just, I fell down to the bench and I prayed. And Brother John came to me, put his hand on my shoulder, and he began praying with me. And it was, it was magical. I never felt a heartache like that. I knew Jesus was trying to tell me, hey, my son, come to me. Sorry, I'm getting misty. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. But uh, so yeah, I um, I went to that altar and after you know, it was just a whole whole experience. It was crazy. And you know, when I when I walked outside, everything seemed brighter, more colorful. Everything was just clearer. And then a week later, I was baptized. Like I said middle of January or toward the end of January it was freezing temps went outside to the creek got baptized I'd never felt a feeling like that ever it was serene you know and then I did good for a while six months I didn't say one cuss word I didn't look at pornography I, I but the thing was I never actually picked the Bible up but you know, I was following a path, but I wasn't fully following the path. Well, fast forward, uh, a lot of things have happened. A lot of things did happen. Um, messy relationship with the mother of my boys. Uh, you know, I did go to church every now and again, but I wasn't fully committed. And it was, it was my own fault. I fell to temptation. And, you know, I'm not perfect. No one is. The only per only perfect person to ever walk this earth was Jesus Christ. Because he, he is the living embodiment, embodiment of God. True Son of God. So I fell hard. 
after about six months after I got baptized. You know, and every now and again, I'd, I'd actually go to church with my mom. Lovely church. I'm actually a member of that church today. And uh, like I said, me and the mother of my boys, we had a falling out. We were off and on for like four years. And there was a lot of darkness in that relationship, a lot of darkness in that house. And then toward the end of the fourth time of the fourth year, uh, she was pregnant again. So I have two children from her. I even asked her to marry me. I was engaged to her twice because I, I wanted to make it work. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, then something really bad happened. Um, it's a whole story for another time. And I, I sort of found my faith again when that catastrophe happened. But then I strayed away again. I was an on-again, off-again Christian. It was not healthy. It's not good. It's, it's, that is, it's no way to live. Having one foot in and one foot out, you cannot love this world and also love the Lord. Because there's so many influences in this world that will turn you from the Lord. You have to love the Lord full, wholeheartedly. Abide by Him. Abide by His rules. Follow His path because He will never lead you astray like this world will. So... That's the first part of my testimony. Um, it gets better, I promise, <laughs> later on. That leads up to what I'm doing now. But uh, I'm not the topic for today. Um, the topic that I want to bring in today for Faith Over Dishonor is, you know, there, there are times where we want to be close to Jesus, be close to our Father. The, the most profound and sure as heaven exists way to become closer to Jesus is through prayer. Prayer is a powerful thing, and it is, you know, prayer is your personal conversation between you and the Lord Jesus. It is almost like a therapy session. You can unload all your problems, your thoughts, your ideas, ask for guidance. You know, Jesus provides the greatest advice through Scripture through signs and gut feelings. And, you know, once in a while, this has happened to me, the pure voice appears within you and comes out with, with straightforward answers. And, and that voice will strike you still. I tell you now. But that's a story for another time. So, sometimes, you know, it can be hard to get a prayer going. You know, you, you feel stuck in your thoughts, you know, with, with not knowing what to say. You know, I've been there many times. I still get there sometimes. You know, and the thing I have learned through Scripture and other teachers is make sure you are praying to the right Lord, the right God. Because, you know, if you just say God, even though the Lord knows what's true in your heart, you want to establish who you're actually speaking to. You know, if you say God, it could mean all the other false gods that the others worship out there. And I did not realize this until recently. So I kind of changed up the way I opened up my prayer. So 
make sure you are praying to the right Lord, the right God, and you know, through Jesus, though Jesus knows what's in your heart, the enemy will try to deter it. In Jesus' name I pray is a great way to begin. It is the gateway. And also, if you study the gospel and begin with the Lord's Prayer, it establishes it establishes what you truly mean, who you're praying to, and your attentions and understanding with gospel. And that prayer goes, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Prayer is a powerful tool when it comes to coming close to Jesus. Pray on everything. Pray on your career. Pray on your relationship. Pray on your daily habits. Jesus will provide answers. Now, there will be some times where the prayer isn't answered. You know, it could be because you aren't meant to move yet. You always have to remember when you devote your life to God and Jesus, you will be guided down paths beyond your understanding. Patience, thanksgiving, and faith are key to prayer. I have also come to realize that prayer in the morning before you start your day will bring something to your day that just makes everything more bearable. You feel the Spirit with you. Ever since I started my day off with uh, prayer, worshiping Jesus, I feel better. I know I'm taken care of. I know no matter what happens, he has my back. And we all know that someone having your back is what we truly need, especially now. You know, and I could talk about prayer all day. You know, prayer is refreshing for the soul. It is refreshing for your well-being. There are multitudes of benefits and spiritual awakenings when you place the power of prayer in your daily routine. There is one prayer, besides the Lord's Prayer, that I just love. You know, pre-written prayers can be recited. You know, do not let anyone tell you any different. If you recite it with heart and righteousness, with the following Jesus Christ, with following Jesus Christ, and accepting Him as your Lord and Savior, you can recite any pre-written po uh, poem, any pre-written prayer. I mean, poems do seem like prayers every now and again. Like Psalms. But, you know, kind of like the Lord's Prayer. It is a pre-written prayer, and Jesus tells us to recite that prayer. So it's okay. But one that truly fills me with joy, and has I, mean, I feel something every time I say it, you know, and it's it's the serenity prayer. And I, and I use the very beginning of it. And, you know, it... Literally, it's something truly from me, from me to Jesus. Because it says certain things that I just, I, that I truly, truly heartfelt me mean. In Jesus' name I pray, Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can't. Lord, please grant me the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. 
Now, I have traveled many roads throughout my life. A lot of them I am not proud of. A lot of them has caused shame to me as I remember where I was before my time with Jesus Christ. The thing is, though, when I truly accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I have been forgiven for my sins. And I'm not saying... You go around saying, yes, I know Jesus Christ. No, you truly have to accept him and truly know him. Because if you don't know him, he don't know you. It, Jesus says, no one can get to the kingdom of heaven except through me. And you have to truly know Jesus to get there. No half in, half out. True devotion. That may be hard to hear, but it's true. And I'm working my way to it. You know, the thing is, though, when I truly accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I have been forgiven for my sins. I will never forget them, so I can try to not repeat them. We're all sinners. No one is perfect. Jesus knows you. He loves you. He accepts you. But if you deny him, he will deny you. There's only one way to get to the kingdom of heaven, and that is through Jesus Christ. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. Accept Jesus. Accept your place in the kingdom where there are no sorrows, only a reunion. It is beyond me on how I feel so far away from him. That I thought my life was good. And I truly, now I truly know that I cannot survive without him. My life is not worth living unless Jesus Christ is a part of it. I am trying to walk the path as devoted as I can be. Every day I pray. Every day I read. Every day I worship. Three things. That will help you in your life and get you closer to Jesus Christ is work, family, worship. Accept Jesus. Accept your place in the kingdom of heaven. I promise you there is nothing like it. There are many reasons out there that you can think of to not devote your life. But those reasons are lies. They are not for you. They are something spoken and placed in your thoughts against you. Jesus will never lead you astray. Be one with the Holy Spirit. Jesus came down. Jesus was here to bring all of us closer to his Father. To our Father. And when he left, he left us a present. He said that I may be gone, but I am leaving a replacement, the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit can be everywhere at once, or Jesus was only allowed to be in one place at, uh, one place at a time. Jesus left us with the Holy Spirit so that way we could worship, feel him. That way he can be everywhere whenever we need him. Whenever we think we don't need him, he's there. So I say, pick up the Bible, find a scripture, let it speak to you. 
And we will have more scriptures on here. I promise you that. As I do this show, I'm going to study more. I'm going to read more. And I'm going to practice. Because this is the one thing that I do not want to mess up. Because I want to have anyone who comes across this who is looking for Jesus, who is looking for faith, looking for reasons to be here. I want to help you find that in the scripture. Because Jesus wants you here. No matter what, he wants you to worship him and be the person he knows you can be to make this world better. To help people find the way to the kingdom of heaven. Because through Jesus, that's where, that's how we get there. I just want to say thank you all for listening. Uh, this is going to be a journey for me to supply my testimony to all of you as well as learn the gospel to hopefully help those who are lost and looking for Jesus. You have no idea how excited I am to start this journey and I pray for all of you that come to this podcast that you accept Jesus Christ so your life will change for the better. So before we go, I want to say a prayer. If you don't mind, just bow your head, take off your hat, Say you know, say what's on what's on your heart to Jesus, and I want to pray for you, Lord Jesus. I pray in your name that whoever hears these messages, they find you, they devote themselves to you, and please protect them through the demons that may surround them. Help them find their way to you. For some out there are lost and are looking to be found, and it takes your healing hand to find them. Please provide them with faith and the courage to continue on this road that's going to lead them to you. Because without you, life does not exist. With you, there is no light, there is no love. This world needs love, and you brought it to us. And we have to continue to spread that love throughout the world, through your name. Jesus, I pray you watch over this world as it spends another day. And please help us as we try and study your word to help us understand what you want to tell us. Help us understand why we're here. Help us understand what we must do. In Jesus' name I pray, may he shine upon each and every one of you. May his face turn to you and give you peace. Heavenly Father, we love you, and we know that without you, we will not survive. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, before I go, there's one other thing I want to say about prayer. You do not have to publicly pray. In the Bible, it says for you to go in your room, shut the door, and have your conversation with Jesus. You do not have to publicly pray. It is okay that you are scared to publicly pray. It is okay that you don't want to publicly pray. 
that conversation is for you and Jesus. Now, you can publicly pray for people like I just did, and that's okay. But prayer is meant to be a conversation between you and the Lord. Don't ever forget that. Don't do it for attention. Do it because you trust in Him and you're leaning on Him and you need guidance and you want to praise Him. You want to be thankful for Him. You want to do what is right in this world. So it's okay if you get nervous to pray in public. You don't have to. That is your conversation to have. So, as I do this, I have actually started a merch store because the other day when I was reading the Bible, um, I wanted, like, I have a Lord's Prayer bracelet that I keep on at all times unless I take a shower. But uh, I wanted, I tried to find a, a shirt to wear because, you know, I deliver mail and I'm in the eyes of the public a lot. And I want to truly, like, give them a good message, a good scripture to follow. You know, you never know when you're going to come across that one person that's looking for guidance. And it could be something on your shirt that gives them hope. And this is not a selling point. I, not at all. I'm just letting all of you know that, you know, when I was trying to search for Christian faith apparel to wear, because, like I said, I wanted to spread the word as I do my job, I couldn't find the right shirt I was looking for. So I went out, bought an iron, bought transfer paper. <laughs> you see where this is going, don't you? Uh, and toner for my printer. Designed my own shirt, put my favorite scripture on it, and bam! It honestly, it looked horrible. It was not good at all. I cannot do that on my own. It is, nope. I did not do a good job. So instead, I opened up a store with professionals that actually create great apparel with designs I created. I'm excited about it, and I actually ordered one of my own designs, and that is the uh, Luke. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. My favorite scripture in the whole Bible, because it is true. We don't know what we're doing, but studying the Word of God will help us understand. So I created that shirt and actually ordered it for myself. But if you're looking for if you're looking for some Christian faith apparel that you just you know want to wear, and you can go to www.bonfire.com forward slash store forward slash faith over dishonor if you any of you actually have a verse of scripture you would like displayed on a shirt just tell me tell me the verse and i will create a design for you so if, if you have a verse that you're looking for that you would love to wear on a piece of clothing you can send me a message at faith over dishonor at gmail.com if you have any questions comments or anything you'd like you would want to hear be discussed during this show Send me a message. If you just want to say hi, send me a message. I just want to say God bless you all. I love you all. May Jesus lead you down a path that broadens your vision to the world you belong.
And always remember, you have faith. You can find faith. Faith is like oxygen. It's invisible, but we need it. It helps us live. Faith over dishonor. Always remember that. Love you all. God bless.